Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Talk podcast. I am back with Abby today and we are talking this week about this new school year that we are in. And we talked on Monday a little bit about what our summers looked like, about what we are looking forward to this coming year. Abby shared a little bit about her curriculum that she's using. I'll share about mine today. And then we're going to talk about some other things, just what some of our fears are, um, our struggles, because we have lots of those when it comes to homeschooling um, and families. So we have a great episode coming up. If you missed Monday, go back and listen to that. Um, But we're going to just continue having a fun conversation about all of these things. But before we do, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you are looking for a fantastic online math curriculum where they will teach math to your kids, because if you listen to Monday, Abby likes to sit with her kids and teach them math. I do not enjoy doing that because I don't know how to do that. I mean, I could do like the early elementary, but get once I get to like pre-algebra, nope, I'm done. <laughs> that's that's as far as I can go, if I could even do that. So anyway, CTC Math, um, we're so thankful for them. If you're looking for a great online math curriculum, visit ctcmath.com. Well, Abby, welcome back. Thanks. It was fun chatting on Monday and hearing just of the different curriculum choices and what you guys are doing. It's so funny. Every year it's different. And yep, sometimes I think, sure. well, no, we're just going to stick. We we really like this curriculum. We're going to stick with this for the next, you know, five years. Right. And then the next year comes and I'm like, ooh, this one looks like it's going to be a better fit for this year. And totally. sometimes we continue on with what we've done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this year we're, we're kind of changing it up a lot on most things, which are you? is really... Yeah, it's exciting. So I'm excited about what we've got going on um, for both of my girls for Bible. So, okay, you guys know we always do our family devotions um, and then we do our individual devotions. Like my girls do their Bible reading time. I do mine, Garrett does his, we we do that separately. But I also like to have a Bible curriculum Right. Um, which I don't know, maybe that sounds like a lot um, because we also incorporate Bible into the different subjects, but I feel like you can't get too much of God's word, right? right. And learning about the Bible. And and so uh, last year we did an episode with Elizabeth Urbanowitz and she talked about her foundations, uh, foundation worldview curriculum. Okay. And we started that last year, but we were finishing up another Bible curriculum and I couldn't do both. It was just too much. Um, so we paused that one. And so we're starting that one up again this year and doing the okay. Foundation Worldview curriculum with um, Elizabeth Urbanowitz. So super excited, super solid. I mean, I cannot more highly recommend it. It's actually geared more towards younger kids, Oh, really? but I'm having Brooklyn do it with us anyway yeah. um, when she can, because she's got a much heavier load this year. So when she can do it with us, great. If she's not available to do it, then I just do it with Lacey and that's totally fine. Um and then, oh man, it's so funny because my girls are really getting deep into <laughs> the study of God's word this year. Um, they are also with their co-op, both doing a Bible class and um, that's taught by a local pastor and Brooklyn's doing one called New Testament Survey. Okay. And Lacey's doing one called How to Study the Bible. Oh, cool. And it's kind of tricky sometimes, I think, trusting someone else to teach Bible to my kids because... Like, I want to make sure that they're solid in right. their theology and all of that. And so uh, that's not something that we take lightly. Um, but this guy seems like he's solid. And and so um, so they're both doing that. Um, Brooklyn is doing biology um, through Apologia. Um, they have a just an amazing biology. I mean, you were talking about Apologia right. um, on Monday. And I, I love Apologia Science. I do it too. is so 
just biblically sound yep. um, and solid. And yes. so, and it's well-written. It's, yes. it's really fun. So she's doing apology, uh, apology of biology. And it is their middle school, high school. It is a rigorous science. Yeah. I mean, it's not fluff. It is a, right. it is very much uh, going to prepare them for whatever they have coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're set to do, it's like college ready. Yes. For sure. Um, science. So yep. you did those, um, what was the the early explorers? The early explorers is the elementary yeah. and early middle school. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is fantastic. And then their high school one is, is pretty rigorous, yeah, but it it's, is. it's so good. And it's yes. so interesting. The, the videos that go along with it, um, Sherry Seligson, who's actually been on the podcast, she does the biology videos and she's amazing. And they're just so well done. Like they really have done awesome. a great job with it. So, um, so there's those. And then for history, I don't have all my curriculum in front of me, but for history, we're doing uh, master books. Um, okay. This is the first time we're doing master books history, but this is their world history. And I'm actually awesome. doing this with Brooklyn this year. And I love it because it's, you've, master books has a really great middle school history, but it's a three volume set. And that's what I'm going to use with Lacey next year. But this one is just a one volume set. So it's more of a condensed Okay. World history, like these are the really important things you need to know right. about world history. And again, because it's master books, it is a strong biblical worldview. Um, I was you know, just turned on. I mean, I've heard of master books for years. I mean, you hear of everything, but you can't do everything. Right. But I just last year started digging in and started to do a few master books things. And I really like it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, their math is so biblically, like, I feel like my kids are getting a, a, Bible lesson while they're doing math. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, awesome. They're, they're great. So master books, actually, they publish, I don't want to say all, because I'm sure it's not all of it, but a good majority of the curriculum and books put out by Answers in Genesis. Oh, really? So okay. Ken Ham, actually, Brian Osborne, yeah. Dr. Georgia Purdom, right. um, lots and lots. And they have a ton of authors in addition to them. Um, right. Israel Wayne is with master books. They just have a lot of really good, solid Christian authors um, and publishers. Angela O'Dell wrote the middle school world history okay. um, curriculum. So, I mean, just people that I really trust. Yes, yes. So master books, I mean, I feel like Apologia, master books, BJU Press, like those are ones that you can't go wrong right. with them, Yeah. with teaching like anything from a biblical you worldview. you can really just grab any, it's not a whole thing. Like you can just piece, piece what you want from yes. them, you know? It's yeah. not like you're buying everything, like say a Becca. I mean, you can just pick and choose. And right. they've got some cool electives that I'm, I bet, like they have this engineering. I don't know. I've been really impressed so far as I've yeah. learned some masterbook stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. Um, and then for Lacey, she is doing this at writing and grammar from BJU Press. Um, okay. She's she's in seventh, if you want to give her a, a grade name this year, but she's actually doing eighth grade writing because she's done writing classes last couple of years and that's what she was ready for. Um, so she's excited about doing that. Um, and then there just as like supplements, you were talking about your torchlighters. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's supplementing that our using. Bible curriculum and yeah. like the, the, um, logic is like some supplemental stuff. Right. Extras. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Extras. So for our morning basket, um, Two of the things that we're doing this year are we, I actually have some friends from California who went to my church and they wrote this, it, it's a kind of a study guide on the Heroes Then and Now, oh. Corey Ten Boom book. Um, and then this is a study guide that goes within, it's on finding forgiveness, which oh, cool. I feel okay. like every human needs um, to read. And 
you know, for kids, especially, um, Corey Ten Boom, she, I mean, I, I love this woman. Yes. I know I've talked yes. about her on the podcast all the time. She's my hero. Yeah, That's why. Mine too. I, I love her. So we're doing that book. And it's just a simple book study, but really brings out some great questions for right. the girls on like, what does forgiveness look like? Right. Um, and Corey Ten Boom is, you know, she's a great example of that. Um, and then they have another one. This one is George Mueller. Um, and this one is uh, The Power of Prayer. And awesome. so if you've and read George he is an example Mueller, of that, man. Yes. So this book too. Um, that was one of my now, very favorites. Yep. He's amazing. Um, and so we're going to go through both of these. And um, and then Lacey is going to do, um, they also, my, my friends actually wrote this other little uh, devotional on the book of James and the book of Colossians. And so I'll link all of these in the show notes um, so that you have them. But these are just sweet Bible studies. I remember when I was in middle school doing just my own kind of individual Bible studies, and they really impacted me right? Um, because it was just through my quiet time. And yeah. um, so these are perfect for Lacey's age. Um, she's 12. So okay. I was wondering, how old is she? And then the last thing um, is I'm always looking for book lists, always. Okay. And... So, I mean, like you use sunlight, so you get book they lists great, with it. I, I go with sunlight and I know people that don't use sunlight, but they always get their book lists and then Sarah right. McKenzie's book lists, read a lot of revival. And I just trust those two book lists. I trust a hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Well, this one is from Center for Lit. Um, it's reading oh. roadmaps and we had Missy Andrews on the podcast. Um, they spoke at our and, convention this year. Did they? Yeah, um, that's right. Yep. Center yeah. for Lit was there and they are amazing. Yeah. And Missy he, and Adam Andrews. Incredible. Yep. They are, they are great. They are fantastic. And so he's actually coming on the podcast soon. Um, Adam is. And this reading roadmaps is really cool because it it has it goes by grade. So like this one is seventh grade. It goes by grade and then gives a really great book list. And then it just gives a little description of the plot of okay. each book. So that is a fantastic book list. It's called the Reading Roadmaps. So are you using Center for Lit stuff or just their book list? Just their book list. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's for K through 12. And so you just look at whatever grade you're looking for, um, book okay. lists for. And um, so that, I love this resource. I recently found this. Well, I found it because Missy told me about it. And I I think it's such a fantastic book list. So we'll, we'll link all of those things. But that's what we've got going on as far as I curriculum. It. And um, it's exciting. I have to, I have to share because I forgot. But yeah. so for Bible, because I got excited about that, Torchlighters. But for yeah. our Bible, we started last year. So you guys know that I am like a not consumed, like yes. junkie. I am, I am all in with not consumed. Yep. Kim um, Sorges, not yes, consumed. Love yep. that because they, all my kids can do it because she has things at different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're doing, she started a new series called the Foundation Series. And it's like a whole, it comes in a box and it's a whole bunch of different ones. So we're starting okay. with the Old Testament. And what we're doing is we are reading through the Old Testament together in kind of a funky way. Here's how I do it. We start with the kid's Bible and we read the book of the Bible. So like we'll start with Genesis and we read all the way through the kid's Bible of Genesis. And mainly because that hits, because I have, you know, with little still, yeah, you want to like just sitting and reading it. This actually hits the main stories in Genesis, like the key things that hold her attention. So you kind of get mm-hmm. the big outline, the big picture. So we do the yeah. kids, the kids. And then when we're done with that, that book in the kids Bible, then we do the study of that book in, in the not consumed Old Testament. Okay. So then we'll do the whole study of Kim Sorges's on Genesis then. And they do it at each level because Kim has different levels. Then when that's done, we do the, um, and I'm not promoting this because I don't know big picture, the website, 
uh, it's it's the Bible Project, but they have uh-huh. what they do have is they have like an overview of the book, and it is yeah. done so cool. It is done so well. I don't know any other other stuff, but we do the overview then of like yeah. say the Book of Genesis. You're talking about the little animated videos it, that they yeah, do. Yeah, they're and fantastic. They're I so love them. Incredible. So yes. then when we're done with the kids' Bible and reading it, and then my kids will actually read it on their own in in their actual Bibles. Then we do the Kim Sorges, and then we do an overview so that before we move on from Genesis, I feel like they have a really good big picture, you know, of and diving in of that book. So we're slowly working through the Old Testament and then, you know, it's going to take us 100 years, but eventually (laughs) we'll get through the New Testament too. But I've just kind of liked that pattern because it mixes it up, you know? Yeah. Um, But I love those overviews on the... On the Bible do you project. do the overview after you've studied the book? I do it after only because he talks okay. so fast. It, if you listen to it without having known it, it wouldn't yeah. make sense because he talks really fast and kind of assumes you know a little bit when he does it. Right. So it's just a really fun way to sum up and and kind of solidify everything we've just done. Yes. Yeah. Those I mean, videos are amazing. It, you could do it before and after, actually. Sure. I mean, they're short videos. They are short, they're not yeah. like 30 but minutes they are long. Packed. Oh, yeah. I bet they're maybe eight minutes for the yeah. longest yeah. one. Yeah. But it's all visual and right. it's fun and it holds yes. the kids and he does a good job of just kind of outlining and putting it in time. And I like mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yes. I always watch those as I'm reading through my Bible. Yeah. Um, I watch them when I get to the beginning of a new book. Right. Oftentimes, not always. But, it's just a map, um, basically. Of, right. I like yeah, it. The, and you can print yeah. them. Did you know you can print them? No. So really? the final pictures that he draws, you can actually print them. So then you could actually wow. have a whole little binder with all the books of the Bible so that you wow. can kind of look back and be reminded. I did so, not know that. That's, that's how really we're doing cool. Bible. We well, did it last year and we're doing it this year and I like it. That's so cool. We we will put a link, of course, in the show notes to that so you guys can get them because the Bible Project videos are fantastic. Yes. I absolutely love them. Cool. Um, and they really are helpful in understanding God's word. So yes. we are going to take a break. We'll be right back. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back. Um, In these last few minutes of this episode, Abby, um, let's talk through just, I just want to kind of get real (laughs) with our audience. Um, Because I think sometimes people think like we have it all together. Like we've got all our curriculum lined up. And we've got our co-ops and we've got our schedules and yeah. we, we have, it, it's all lined up. And, and I always fear, and you and I recently did an episode on social media and yes. how we often look at other people and we get this false impression that they have it all figured out. And right. sometimes they don't. And most <laughs> oftentimes all, all, they don't. They all don't because we're all humans struggling through. Right, right. right. And so the last thing I ever want to do on this podcast is make 
other moms feel like they are inadequate because somehow they're not doing it the way we're doing it and we have it all figured out and all put together. And that is absolutely right. not the truth. So Abby, as you're you're in a new year, you know, your kids are growing up fast, just like mine are. What are some of the things that you struggle with? Um, some of the things maybe that you have struggled with the most that you're working on. Mm-hmm. Where are you in this this world of angst? Angst. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if it's if it's angst, but I, something hit me this summer that like I love to homeschool. I love it. It's not something. I mean, I'm called to do it. God commands us to do it, but but I also love it. Like it is also a passion of mine, and I. I love organizing. I love planning really fun days. I love teaching to my kids gifts and talents. Like the whole yeah. thing is my passion. And what I realized this summer, because then then we have a, a lot of days that are like fall apart days where days where kids aren't cooperating and like just hard days. And I'm like, I don't understand why this day is hard because I've put in the time to prep. I have the mental, like I'm far enough to go, okay, I'm teaching to my kids gifts and talents. I know to put the books away when kids start crying. Like we talk about this stuff all the time. But what I realized is I have this vision in my brain of how it's supposed to go. It's, I have the way that I make the muffins. I do the fun things. I teach to their gifts and talents. And then somehow I'm faced with these. Oh, I even do this. Like, I know that this child's gift is this. So I know how to teach them according to their learning style. Like all the things. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, I'm a sinner and they're sinners. And I think my struggle that I've realized I need to really work on is I just have this attitude of like, if you guys would just follow along with what I have planned, follow along with what I'm doing, like get in the passenger seat, it's going to be good. Like you're going to find joy. You're going to love it. I have so many amazing, exciting things. But instead, I have real kids that grumble and complain. <laughs> I have real me who wants them to. And I think what I've learned about myself is like, I think I'm kind of expecting, I'm expecting something from them and they're not meeting it. Like mm. I'm expecting for them to be just on my same page, like wake up excited, wake up totally ready to just learn whatever I teach you. Don't argue, don't buck me. And then when they do, this is my struggle right here. Then when they do, then when I'm faced with real kids and real sin, and and it's not just all this in my head, it's like real life boots to the ground, then I kind of crumble and I, I get upset. And I'm like, why can't you just be a part of my perfect pretty picture, basically? <laughs> and then the whole thing falls apart. So I, I feel like I need to, some an area I'm working on is I need to give my expectations to God and I need to stop having... I still need to do all the great things, but I need to release the expectations because when they don't play <laughs> the way I want right. them to play, <laughs> then I get really, really discouraged and frustrated. Yeah. And I feel like my my whole world is just crashing down. And I, and I don't like that. Um, yeah. And that's just being really, really real and honest because I don't have it mastered yet. And it's something I know I need to work on because I can tell it's not it's not blessing anybody and it's derailing everybody. Yeah. That is very honest and real of you. And I would definitely say that that is a struggle that I have as well. Um, And that's kind of my life. Like I always feel like I have, I'm a dreamer. Yeah. And so I always have- Like if everybody would just be perfect, this thing would be so incredible. Like if you would all just be perfect and if I would just be perfect, 
Right. Do you know how amazing this homeschool I gig know. would be? It'd be incredible. Right. <laughs> if only they just knew. <laughs> if only. If it is true because I I mean, always my whole life, and and I've told you this, I am a super visual person. So yeah. I literally visualize everything. Ugh. Therefore, I visualize my fantasies of what I want homeschooling to look like right. and how I want my kids to behave and how yep. I want to behave myself. And yes. everything's just going to come together. You know, I even picture myself making these amazing, like m- healthy meals for my family. And the other day, Abby, I'm so bad in the kitchen. I don't try to be, but <laughs> I tried to make a pot roast the other day. How hard is it to make a pot roast, right? <laughs> it's like the easiest thing in the whole world. Yeah. I can't even make a pot roast, uh, right? I, I mean, I don't know. Anyway. So see, you had these expectations and this yes. vision and then real life didn't work. And right. And then I think the problem is then we let it derail because you could have just been like, pot roast didn't work, but we can still have this amazing meal. But instead we then start to get really discouraged. Right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's my frustration is why am mm. I getting so discouraged? My kids are sinners. I know that. Right. But- I just had this, like, if everybody could just get their attitudes on board, this would be incredible. Yeah. Expectations um, are tough, especially when it comes to homeschooling. Right. Um, And life just gets in the way, but not in the way. I mean, homeschooling is life. It is. But we forget that life happens around us. You know, you're potty training kids. There's going to be an accident on the floor. If you have a kid who's sick, you're going to have to take him to the doctor. You know, you have maybe a kid who just woke up on the wrong side of the bed or you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Right. That just can derail the whole day for the whole family, not just for one person. Um, I mean, there are so many things that, you know, if our kids go to school and your kid wakes up sick, then you just keep them home and you keep them in bed, but you don't have to worry about the responsibilities of schooling everybody else. Right. Totally. You know, you just call the school and say, hey, my kid's not going to be there today. Yep. It's different at home. And right. it's the teacher's job to figure out how to deal with that part of things. Your job right. is just to keep them home. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, so my, my greatest struggle, um, definitely is, is time management. Um, okay. you know, like I shared before is just getting the things done that need to get done when they need to get done. But at the same time, not stressing out so much about what's not getting done right? because the list is never going to be checked off. Like there's always something. So right. just balancing my priorities, right. um, with my family and my home and homeschooling is a struggle. It's so hard. It's hard to balance it all. Like if I just had a husband and I didn't have kids or homeschooling, I could give him all of my attention all the time. It would be great. Mm -hmm. Or if I just had kids, but I didn't have to worry about homeschooling them. Well, then I could give them all my attention while they were home. And I could, while they were at school, I could take care of my home and do those things that need to be done. Or if I just had a home to take care of and didn't have all the other things. to All the you know, humans like, that just, live in it. <laughs> the humans that live in it and who are here to mess it up, including right. myself. Um, but you put all of these things together and I just, I'm like I, I mentioned, I think it was on Monday. I'm just so scattered sometimes. Like I'm going too many different directions right. at one time. And so I'm really working on that this year um, of just really focusing on what needs to be done and not stressing out about what's not getting done in the right. process. I think it's interesting because it like that to me, when I listen to your struggle is totally different than mine. Like yeah. I have everything totally like organized, managed, totally di- But then you enter in these people and right. then it gets in the way of that. Or you probably don't struggle as much with what I do because we're, 
And I think the ultimate thing is every homeschool mom has a struggle and they're all different. We all have different struggles, but we all have struggles. Right. And I think ultimately what God wants is to refine us in this homeschooling process. It's not like we're the ones that have it together and we're teaching these children to get it together. It's that we're all people that need refined and we're all people that need to depend on the Lord. And it's just something we're all working through together. Homeschooling is the most refining thing to a parent, you know? And I, it's just so interesting listening to every mom's struggles because they're all different, but they're all there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And just praying that the Lord will show us Mm -hmm. his way, you know, like what refining hurts, but at the same time, I'm like, Lord, I want you I want you to grow me yes, in my relationship with you and totally. in my knowledge of you and my understanding of you and your right. word. And, and I my can't surrender, do that. my ability to surrender right. to you. Oh yeah. Yes. So much. And we can't do that unless we're willing right. um, to be totally. you know, worked on by him. I mean, we're, we, we are clay being molded. Ugh, molded <laughs> so. and molded. It doesn't get, uh, I just thought, oh, it'd be all done being molded by now. And it's like, nope, another year, another no, <laughs> still <yeah>. molding. <laughs> We will forever be being molded by the Lord. And I'm so thankful for that. Uh, We're out of time. We're going to come back tomorrow. We're going to talk about making homeschool fun. We're going to talk about just some ideas um, that we have. And it's not stuff that you have to do every day, every week, or that everyone needs to do, but just some ideas to make homeschooling fun because it should be enjoyable uh, because we're serving the Lord and serving the Lord should be something that is enjoyable. So we'll be back tomorrow to talk about that. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. If you have not watched the movie, I still say this. I I still can't understand. Like I still talk to people and they're like, I haven't seen it yet. And then I say, oh, well, did you know it's free now to stream? And they're like, no, no, I didn't. I'm going to go watch it this weekend. So if you did not know yet that it's free to stream the movie, (laughs) go to schoolhouserockedmovie.com or you can just go to schoolhouserocked.com. Either way, either one of those websites will work and you can stream the movie for free. You can watch it as many times as you want. Be blessed by it. Share it with your friends. We love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Stay tuned to the very end to hear what's coming up next on the podcast. And we'll see you back here then. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com rocked. I would teach my kids for a week something, and then they'd watch one episode of Wild Kratts, and then they would learn everything. Or they'd tell somebody something, they're like, where'd you learn that? And I'm like, clearly they're going to say mom, because I just spent a month teaching them. And they're like, we saw a YouTube video on it. Right. It'd be fun to mix it up once in a while and be like, put one kid in charge of the day. You know, they need to cover the same things, but like, let them steer the day. How do you want to do the day? And I think you learn a lot from that to go... What things did they keep? What things did they throw out? Which things mattered? What order? 